Now in HD for the first time, but for your ears instead of your eyes, the weekly undertaking. Welcome to the weekly undertaking. I'm Mike. I'm uh, Alex. You Sorry, fucked me up. You, you. Okay, here's what you say it first, so that confuses me. I, I do. I'm. I for those listening for the first time and don't know us. I am Mike. I'm Alex, and, and this is apparently the White Guy Karaoke uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, no, I'm not. Uh, longtime listeners or listeners who have been listening for over a week may notice a substantial change in audio quality. Or you might not. We'll see. But we got new microphones, which is excellent. It is so exciting. I can't wait. And I can't wait to tell you all how this happened. But that's going to have to wait a few weeks. I, I guess so. Uh, thank you to it's the... It's a secret. Don't tell them. Anonymous person that donated? Well, you can tell them that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, that's not a secret. I guess not. Adam Adam hooked us up. Yeah, he really did. He's a great friend. But yeah, this is the Weekly Undertaking. This is the podcast where we talk about uh, weird things that we do every week. Every week. Every single week. Yes, and last week was a fun one, and I guess it was the final episode in our first era was it? Well, yeah, because now we sound better. So, see, this, this is, is what, the start of an era. Is that what you did? This is what happens. Uh huh. When I like start a podcast, I go back to when like the audio quality was good, like when it first started, and only listen from there onward. <laughs> so basically, it's like we're only starting now. You do a lot of research into the podcast you listen to. I just notice what I like, and then I do it. I I scroll through. I start with the most recent episode, uh -huh. and then I scroll through to oh that that description seems interesting. Play. That's, That's all I do. No, I, I agree. That's what I do to start. But when I really get into something, mm -hmm. that's that's what I'll do for like a good good chunk of time. 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 All right. Well, uh, so I do you have anything to discuss this week, Alex? Dude. What? Um, we had pizza Friday. That was good. That's what um, we're going with. Yeah, what that's else? what you're going of the interesting banter. That what we're else start happened? Out? We. I saw the Lion King live action. Whoa, really? Yeah. Did you? No. Oh, okay. I gotta catch up on my movies. I I think you really do, because every time I come in here and I say, "Hey, I saw this really cool thing. Have you check? You should check it out." You never have, and I feel like it's a one-sided discussion. Mm -hmm. But that's not gonna stop me from discussing it. Um, do you have you heard anything about the Lion King live-action movie? I heard that. Okay, I, I've heard like three things. Sure. I heard that the. All the like animals except for the lions are very good. The lions are like kind of expressionless a little bit. I mean, I've heard that complaint too. But personally, I'm like, it's a freaking lion. What do you What do you want? It's not going to be a human. Well, no, something from like the Lion King, like the first one, like the original. That's how they did it. Well, it's a live action remake. You're not going to have the exact same, you know, animation. I'm not saying that's my complaint. I haven't seen it. Okay. Um. I don't know. I don't. I don't buy into that whole thing. I don't really think that's being fair because the yeah. entire hook of this revamp of The Lion King was all the animals look real. And people's main complaint is the animals look way too real. Sure. Or the lion, anyway. Um, besides that, I heard it was fine. Also, the the funniest thing I've seen from this uh, this, uh, this this movie, uh, what's, what's the little bird's name? Zazu. Zazu. Um, 
there was like a there was like a few promotional posters for the for the live action remake where it was the actors who play the animals and the animals like looking at each other with a black background. I've seen the picture. It's actually a really it's awesome really cool photography. But the thing is, you have all these like very serious looking actors and then you get to Zazu and it's just John Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You really do. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I'll see the movie just for that. I will say John Oliver is one of the, well, I won't say the brightest points in the movie, but his Zazu is delightful. I mean, he's a good acting choice for Zazu. Yeah. On his show, like, he has made that comparison before. Has he? Yeah. To Zazu in particular? Yeah. I've heard him call himself a parrot multiple times, and he does look like a parrot. But I didn't know to actually yeah, Zazu. like a weird parrot. He does look like a weird British parrot. Um, I will say I enjoyed the movie as much as I could because I think I've discussed on this thing on this podcast before that I have weird feelings about all Disney live action remakes as a whole. Well, yeah, there are obvious cash grabs. Yeah, and that's it. it. And it's an obvious attempt to keep their copyrightable content past when it would go into the public domain. Also, another thing I just thought of with these microphones, they're they're like very, very good. So we could because we've made jokes before. It's like, oh, let's go blank and record there. We actually could go somewhere else and record an episode. It's a very random thought. But yes, we totally could. I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Um, Like the time we said, let's go to Dairy Queen. We could record an episode in Dairy Queen. Yes. We totally could. So what was this week's uh, undertaking, So Michael? we're just going to leave my review of The Lion King in the dust? I mean... Just forget about that entirely? It's, it's The Lion King, but, in, I mean, who saw it and, like, I person I personally was surprised that Beyonce was in it for as little as she was. Who'd she play? She played Nala. I mean, don't get me wrong. She did good for what she was in. This music sounded beautiful and all that. It was just like they hyped her up in the promotional material and Nala was in it for maybe three scenes in total, and I was just kind of surprised at that. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, yeah, it was a fine movie. All right, you don't well, care yeah. about this. Well, no. What? What? What is the? Uh, like Nala's in like when they're kids, and then. Well, Beyonce played the older version of Nala. Oh because yeah. Because they had some child actor play uh, young Nala, who also did a great job. Well, I was just thinking about like yeah, like when they meet. When after he's done hanging out with Simone and Pumbaa, they Timon do. They do. And Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa. And I will say, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen play Timon and Pumbaa respectively, and they both freaking crush it. Yeah, that's the other thing I heard is Timon and Pumbaa killed it. Yeah, they were. They did a really good job. I love Billy Eichner. At, like everything Billy Eichner has done, I'm a huge fan of. And Seth Rogen is certainly there. Yeah. A lot of the time. I can't say as consistently about Seth Rogen's work, but I'm a huge fan of the Pumbaa aspect. Interesting. He should play Pumbaa in every movie that he does. Mm -hmm. Did he do This Is the End? He was in This Is the End. Is that his own, uh, like, movie? Do you know the movie I'm talking about? No. Okay, never mind. Cool. Never mind. Back into it. So that's the Lion King review, apparently. Well, did you see any movies that you want to talk about this no. week? No. TV shows? I don't... Oh, actually, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is right. We, uh, we... What was the challenge this week, Alex? Well, uh, that's a good question. Uh, but that wasn't what I was talking about. But sure. The what were you talking this week about? was... Well, you're too late, buddy. No, the go back. I want to hear what was you... was oh. a, a kid again, which is to watch <laughs> kid shows and movies and shows from our, our childhood... And shows made for children. Could you possibly say that again, but with less care sure, about what we're saying? The challenge this week was a kid again, and it was time to make children movies, but watch them instead of make them. But they're also shows and not movies. I'm a professional. 
That was fucking awful, Alex. Uh, so for those of you that are listening uh, that may be familiar with children's television, I'm assuming you're a parent. This show is not for the kids, or, as you may have noticed already. Yeah, or you were, uh, you're like in your 20s. And you'll relate to some of the shows that, I don't know about you, but I'll, I I watched this week because they were from the early 2000s. Oh, so you like went back and did a nostalgia run. Yeah, because, well, not just. I did a little of both. What'd you do? I did a little of both. Well, yeah, well, but like what specific uh, TV shows did you watch this week? Okay. I watched, well, I watched a lot of SpongeBob because, of course... Uh, Does that qualify as a children's television TV show? Yes. I went much younger with my with okay, my well, audience. I'll continue. Well, I I did like ten year old. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was things you would watch as a ten year old or a twenty four year old that that might may or may not be high. Yeah. Uh, I did an episode of Rugrats. That was fun. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, Johnny Test, American Dragon, Jake Long. My dude. I forgot that show existed. It's great. But that was my shit back in the day. Was that was awesome. I watched some Ben 10. Again, these are some banger TV shows. Oh, yeah, they're great. Um, and then uh, as far as like a new newer shows go, uh, I watched Hilda, which was a Netflix original Hilda uh, cartoon. It's incredible. What's it about? It's, uh, well, first of all, this is not my first time. This is not my first time in the Hilda rodeo, ladies and gentlemen, who appreciate animation on a level that I do. What exactly does that mean? It means that it's a beautiful show with an incredible color palette and uh, art style that just it just makes you feel good. But it's about this little girl who lives in the woods, woods with her mom and uh, like there's magic and creatures and stuff, but the rest of people live in this big city uh, down the down the road with like walls up to keep them sa- safe, but it's also kind of boring. So kind of like Attack on Titan, but with lower stakes. And it's just yeah, it's super chill, and she eventually moves there, and it's just it's so relaxing. I've seen it like so. Is it two, three so? Times already. What's the? Is it like an adventure show? Is it like a yeah, fantasy it's, show? It's what like is a it? soft adventure. Sure, there's some fantasy elements in there, but uh, it it's just. It's incredible. I don't know how to. Can you say anything it. else about the plot besides the fact that she's in the walls in this in this place with her mom? Uh, well, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else fucking happens in this show? <laughs> I don't just, know. You watched it, not me. It's just like you just lie there and just enjoy the colors. Well, it's it's also very episodic, but has some serial connections. So each episode has its own thing with like the, it's like a freak of the week type thing, but with like cool creatures instead of monsters. Okay. Um, Awesome. Along with a a progressing plot of uh, like, they join like a, like a, uh, like a Girl Scouts type thing. That's always Um, fun. Girl Scouts uh, adventuring and camping and stuff. Doing, doing uh, nature things. And there are like, there's like this big mystery with a monster at the end. And there are some really cool ideas there. It's just, uh, it's just incredible, and the voice acting is very soothing as well. Right. I really enjoy it. Okay, interesting. Um, it sounds like your shows, the, all of the ones that you listed, had what can generally be described as a real plot. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't my experience. My my experience, I watched, going down the list, uh, Dragon Tales. You remember that oh, show? Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, that was... Uh, like you had to ask. Much. I don't know what you watched when we were younger. Dude, Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. We're heading on over to Dragonland. And that's not the theme song, I but know. yeah, I mean... Dude, ca- it's been like five years. It, it's been 
more than five years for me. Well, I mean, it's been Monday since Monday for me. But before uh, that, um, so I watched Dragon Tales. I watched Peppa Pig. I watched. Oh shit! Yeah, I watched. I will talk about Peppa Pig because I <laughs> fucking love Peppa Pig now. All I know is the memes. Yeah, I only saw a couple of the memes, mm -hmm. but I will say compared to every other one of the shows, this is the one that I can believe that the animators and writers had fun actually creating, uh -huh. um, but I'll get into that later. But So it's Peppa Pig, it's Dragon Tales, it's Paw Patrol. Remember that? That's a newer one. Yeah, I, 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 have, uh, I have cousins who watch that. Okay. Paw Patrol and, oh shit, what was the last one? Um, I forget what the last one was. I only, I watched it like a minute before I came over here. Crap. Uh, it'll come back to me. Cool. No Wonder Pets? No Wonder Pets, unfortunately. Uh, was that your go-to? Dude, that was like the show that I loved to watch with my sister when we were like in our early teens, teens and laugh. Mm -hmm. Sesame Street. That was the last one. You forgot, how do you forget Sesame Street? I don't know. It's such a staple that I just kind of, I don't know. It, I don't oh know. I watched God. it on Tuesday. I apologize. Damn. But uh, yeah, Wonder Pets, uh, the more important one for those of you who don't who don't know. I, I would argue, and I think there would be no one contesting me, that Sesame Street is far more important than Wonder Pets. Well, yeah, but like, not really. <laughs> Wonder Pets is this photorealistic animated uh, show where- It was the weirdest animation style I've ever freaking seen. It was crazy. Seen. It's like a hamster, a duck, and a turtle uh, just- hang out in this like i think it's a pet store and uh, and save other animals like they're superheroes <laughs> and they're all friends exactly and they had this song i don't remember how it went it's like wonder pets wonder pets run our way to help the animals and save the day something like that it sounds like you remember it really well i, I made up some of that oh okay i don't i just remember the save the day part okay well um so we watched two very different eras of, well, not eras, but demographics, I guess. Yes. Because the, my shows were all kind of geared towards, like, toddlers, basically. Yeah, young children. Yes. And yours were more Ch edgy children. Edgy children, exactly. Like, Either guess... edgy toddlers or regular 10-year-olds. Exactly. Um, the, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Because at, the, that, at that age, I guess pretty much everyone can follow a plot and understand what's kind of happening. One thing that I noticed for every single one of the episodes that I watched of all of the different shows, I kind of noticed that there was absolutely no change of status quo at all, ever. Well, yeah. And, I mean, this isn't a bad thing at all. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's not a bad thing at all because that's what kids can follow. It just kind of like when I was a kid watching it, I was like, oh, my God, this is the best adventure show ever. And now looking back on it, I was like, huh, Zack and Wheezy don't exactly do too much outside of, you know, uh, what the plot kind of means, mean, needs them to be. Well, yeah, of course, because you don't notice those types of things when you're young. Yeah, you. I guess it, it was just something that kind of stood out to me that like – um. Sure, there was, well, every show had its lesson that was very clearly ingrained into the show. Yeah. And everything beyond that was characters. <laughs> Mike's trying to fix his mic while, oh, he's trying to fix his mic. That's funny. While he's speaking. Um, also, it's yeah. a great we, joke. We don't have stands this week, so sorry. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> but um, it, it's just something I didn't notice when I was a kid. And, like, the characters run the show, 
but also the characters are kind of vague archetypes in every kind of show. Like, they're all just kind of either really good or really bad, which, again, is just something that kids can follow, but something that I didn't expect to notice when watching it back. Does that make sense? Did you yeah, follow Yeah, but of course, of course you would expect that watching it a second time, I guess, right? Because... What do you mean? Because it seems obvious. Well, in retrospect, absolutely. Sure. But sure. I don't know. I don't know. I got to imagine, though, that parents whose kids watch this show, this stuff nonstop, is probably really sick of Peppa Pig and Zack and Wheezy and Orden Cassie and Elmo and all the rest <laughs> of them going on the exact same journeys every, every single uh, day. Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a very episodic type thing. It makes sense. Well, yeah, but it's never really, you know, there's a conflict in a loose sense, but it's never really like there is no, no nothing. No one's going to die. N- no, there's no one that's going to die. But also the lessons that they learn in every episode don't affect the characters in later episodes. There's no kind there's no sense of character development, which is, like I said, obviously this is for children this isn't me criticizing writers it's just very much it's by design it it is by design it's very much geared towards what a young mind can process Mm -hmm. and it's very interesting kind of seeing that uh from afar because i was not a psychology major i didn't take any psych classes i don't know if you did did you Mm, i don't remember you don't remember if you took anything no okay um yeah i think the point when uh younger uh kids shows can start surprising like older more uh, sophisticated uh, and developed audiences is when you get to the the area of television where I, I i watched this week right because writers can actually start telling a story with a through line yes yeah. and uh, hide adult jokes everywhere Oh, yeah, because the, I guess when you reach 10, you've had a kid for 10 years, you can start to enjoy some of the jokes. Oh, yeah. And and it's also, yeah, it's like a reward. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah, like the, the, the toddler jokes, Peppa Pig had a couple of like, it, it, not adult jokes, but enjoyable jokes. Mm-hmm. But everything else was just loose, kind of, oh, look at that. That character got pushed over, kind of loose physical comedy. I see. Which is, yeah. What was are you okay? Yeah, I was singing. Oh, okay. I, don't I, was, know. I was singing. Mike. All right. So tell me more about your ex- what you noticed in your uh, shows that you watched. Yeah, okay. A few of them, I, I was still thoroughly entertained with, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I think uh, mainly the one that I was like, this is the shit, in, <laughs> in what I wasn't really expecting uh, was um, Ben 10. You that, did you watch Ben 10 as a kid? Oh, I loved it. It was my it was one of my favorite shows. But it was, it also, was that and Static Shock were my Static favorite Shock shows. Static was good too. I didn't see as much. Yeah. But uh, all right, quick explanation. Ben 10 is about a, a a young a young kid named Ben. He's 10 years old and he <laughs> thanks Mike. Yeah, hence the name Ben 10. He goes on a summer road trip with his grandpa, his grandpa, his grandpa and his cousin that he doesn't like. He uh, doesn't like Oh, yeah, that's the character development that yeah, they happens. They fight all the time. And uh, on, like, his first night, a meteor crashes, and inside it is, like, an alien watch that he reaches towards, and it sticks on him, and it allows him to turn into ten different alien species with all different powers. So fucking badass. I love it. Yeah, it eventually grows to, like, 12 in the first series, I think. Yeah, and then later on, they have Ben 18 or something like that. Yeah, it's like there's a ton of them. Yeah, it it stops mattering after a while. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, the watch is called the Omnitrix, and I had like all kinds of figurines oh, totally. for that. Totally. Um, yeah. 
I, I just the the implementation of it and the way they could develop a plot for it. Like each one is on like kind of a timer, mm-hmm. which kind of each one just kind of does its own things. Whenever the plot needs the timer to run out, it's like over. It's either thirty <laughs> seconds or twenty minutes. Exactly. There there is no consistency. But um, I, I love how creative they got with it. Like one episode I watched is when he turned into like the really little alien, and then he got captured like a. Uh, like by like a by like a guy in like a like a house because mm-hmm. he was like an alien host. He was like oh shit there's an alien here <laughs> and uh he basically had to escape because uh there was like some kind of time limit he and no nobody wants to be a dollhouse yeah and he wasn't he, he wasn't uh trained enough in the omnitrix to uh to be able to like change out of that form like he had to wait for it to run out so oh, that to. was a plot. Uh, that was a real plot device. That was a plot device for like the whole series. I only remember the thing timing out when, like, in the middle of the fight, he was just about to beat the bad guy, and then like, now forearms is gonna <laughs> kick your butt, and then it would time out, and he'd be like, I gotta run. And yeah, yeah. But no, that's like a thing he. I think he eventually learns. But uh, yeah, it's it was a great show, and it like it has serialization, and it's also episodic, which is my favorite type of structure for a show like this. I think my favorite, one of my favorite plot lines in any TV show that I've ever watched is the Ghost Freak arc in Ben Ten. Oh yeah, where like he learns like uh, like that alien is like not like just something he transforms into. It's like a real thing that lives inside the watch and yeah, tries to escape. Pretty much, doesn't and it escape? It does, and he has to fight it. And it's like it starts to possess him whenever he ch- changes into Ghost Freak, the alien, mm-hmm. and it turns into this whole like multi-episode epic. Yeah, and I don't think he's even like able to turn into it after that. Like, no, I think he, it just escapes. It escapes. I I forget if he, it escapes or if he has to kick it out, but eventually he leaves and he gets a new alien, which I liked better anyway. It was like the cannonball one. Yeah, that that was it. Or Wild Vine or one, one of those. It was He got both of those yeah, later. But I just remember seeing that and as a kid, just watching and just being like, holy crap, this, this is blowing my mind. Yeah, like, I do remember that. I want to watch that now. Yeah, that, I, Ben 10 like... I would watch that again for nostalgia reasons. Totally. Like, if and when I have a child, I would definitely <laughs> sit down and watch the first season of Ben 10 with Ben him. 10. You know what? Uh, yeah, ben 10 really surprised me. You, you, know, you know what didn't? You know what disappointed me? What? Uh, Johnny Test. I remember Johnny Test being a really good show. I loved it. Yeah. As a kid. And I was not having it this, uh, <laughs> this time. So I think I came back to it once when I was babysitting one of my younger cousins and when I was in high school. And I was just like, did I used to think this crap was funny. Yeah. So the the main plot of the show, it's uh, it's uh, it's like a kid named Johnny Test and he lives with this family. He has two genius twin sisters who like do inventions and he's basically their test subject. And, and a talking dog, if I remember correctly. Yes. Right. And like the, the running gag of the show is like uh, uh, like no one's allowed to know the dog can talk. Otherwise, it'll be taken away by scientists. But it's so very obviously uh like a talking dog whenever like they go out and he just walks on two legs and like wears like a hat to disguise himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of find that very funny. I think my favorite jokes in any like sitcom or anything like that are jokes about things that should be obvious, but just people ignore. Mm-hmm. Like um, in Parks and Rec, when uh, Chris Pratt left and came back all ripped because he got trained to be Star-Lord, <laughs> he came back and the, the line was just like, wow, man, you 
you really look great. Did you start working out? He's just like, nah, I stopped drinking beer. That's all. And the guy was like, how much beer were you drinking? Probably too much. And that's the only acknowledgement of the fact that Andy went from fat to ripped. Anyway, that's kind of the same joke. That just reminded me. The uh, giantess joke yeah, reminded me of I, that. I loved it. But yeah. uh, I, I think this show was uh, is flash animated, uh, hence why it does not look nearly as good as I once thought it did. And for those buffoons out there that might not know what flash animation is, hence, like like myself, what exactly is? Yeah, I was gonna be like, flash wow, animation. Mike knows what flash animation is. I know nothing about any style of animation besides that looks pretty and that yeah, looks not. You would be able to recognize it. Um, flash animation is uh, an animation made with a program called Flash. Okay. It's not really around anymore. It's not the Adobe Flash Player. No, that's that's different. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like super thick and like the movements are real janky kind of and like each uh, piece is sort of like noticeably like a different layer of things and they all move independently. Hmm. Like any early internet cartoons use Flash. Okay. Like Interesting. all of them. Like, like if you, Charlie the Unicorn or was that later? I think that might be like the rare ex exception because that looks really good strangely <laughs> but like weirdly really good okay mm -hmm. um but uh but yeah uh that that shows not great uh some of the jokes are really uh okay a lot of them are are, are very obvious but i like a lot of the the characters um what was it his dad is like the stay-at-home neat freak and his mom's like the always working crazy busy uh person which for a show that was like what ten years ago, mm -hmm. that was a pretty cool and progressive plot point. That was I, it? They just—I think they played that off as a joke, if I remember it correctly. I don't think it was a joke because they—they were both taken very seriously. Oh, were they? It okay. wasn't like it wasn't like, hey, my mom's going to work a nine to five. That's funny. It's no, like no. I thought it would be the the opposite that my dad's cleaning isn't that not manly? No, it's I in at least in the episodes I saw the joke was never. He's doing uh like a like a in like a I I don't want to phrase it like a woman's job because that's like super sexist. But of course what, not. Yeah. But what uh, media used to portray as what a woman would do in a nuclear type family, mm -hmm. um, and that that was never the joke. the The joke always sort of surrounded like the kids and the parents were always just doing their thing. And they used, like, whatever they had to do. Like, I had to go shopping oh, okay. as, like, the setup for shenanigans. Mm. Um, also, like, the only joke that, like, involves that is that uh, the dad's meatloaf is shit. <laughs> but no, but, like, he doesn't he doesn't care. He always makes it. Oh, okay. That, that's kind of fun. Yeah. So, but overall, it's it's not a good show. The only character that made an impression on me in bling, Johnny bling Test boy. was Bling Bing Boy. <laughs> I knew because you were I hated him so much as a kid. No, dude, I love him because like he kind of reminded me. He he's like, he was like the OG tryhard in my life. <laughs> what exactly do you mean by that? Because like he he just like, I don't know. He's so funny because he just puts on such an act. Like he's this little fat kid who, like, dresses in all white and wears gold. And, like, he builds, like, these evil inventions and, like, he, he insists he's called Bling 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 Boy, but his name is Eugene. Is he, like, the younger version of Dr. Doofenshmirtz? Yeah, if Dr. Doofenshmirtz was, like, like a chubby little, like, <laughs> a tryhard kid, then, yeah, that that's actually a good way to look at it. And Johnny's, like, Perry the Platypus, except he, he says unfunny quips. Yeah, except... 
Phineas and Ferb is written a million times better. Oh yeah, I I should have watched Phineas and Ferb this week. Phineas and Ferb is amazing. It's I, a great show. That was that was so much fun. So formulaic, but they always found a way to have fun. But with no, it. they had. But they turn the formulaicness of the show into a running gag. Yeah, that's true. Which is which is great because like in later seasons, it's just like like when Doofenshmirtz is flying, he's like Can I see you? like super fast, and then there's like. It'd just be like a rocket takes away like a 15-story building like a second before like the mom turns around. Yeah, they stopped caring after a while. But like I don't think it was stop caring. It was more like uh, playing off the jokes that the audience already understood for mm-hmm. comedy's sake. I remember my one of my favorite things was watching Perry the Platypus start being like, is that a platypus? And then he puts on uh, puts on the hat and he's like, Perry the platypus. But slowly, as the seasons went on, Perry got more and more tired of it. Like in the beginning, he was putting it on all proud and stuff. And at the end, he was just like, fucking, we got to do this <laughs> he just, again. He just like, puts on the hat slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. It's a really good show. We'll, we'll marathon Ben 10 and Phineas and Ferb. We'll do it back, to, back and forth. Just for the nostalgia dosage. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm in for that. Yeah. All right. Uh, rant to me about Peppa Pig for a while. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Peppa Pig is a British TV show, and it is very clearly a British TV show. Nice. Because all compared to the other shows I watched, they were all American, and Peppa Pig had the had the guts to actually make like real jokes. <laughs> I thought you said had the guts to be British. Well, yes, it's, well, it's a brave. I thought you were going to say I meant brave point. Um, no, but it was like while the other jo- while the other jokes were always oh look at that. I'm sticking with Dragon Tales because I watched like three episodes of that. Nice. But, oh, look at that. Ord pushed Cassie over. Now we all got to stand up and tell each other we're sorry. And that's going to be the plot point of the episode. And we're going to make that happen five more times to drill it into the kids' heads. Cool. Uh, But Peppa Pig, the episode was about the ambulance. And the ambulance driver was like... Here's a here's an example of a kid who fell over and we have to we have to ask him, are you okay? And then we bandage up his his arm because he broke his arm. And then he falls over 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 a soccer ball, rolls all the way down the hill, bangs his head on the thing. And then instead of doing anything about it, the the teacher of Peppa Pig just like, okay, kids, get in the ambulance. We're gonna go help him. <laughs> and they go down and the kids mess him up big time because they don't know how to do first aid and so i i I appreciate that british children are learning about actual pain and suffering at such an early age well yeah that's kind of their whole thing mike yeah unfortunately no offense to the british you're like are like one of the few other countries (laughs) that will like actually like try and check us out do you think so? Well, I mean, we have some we have some good we have some British listeners. Oh well, thank you to the, the listeners who are listening to us. Yeah, and don't worry, we'll start making fun of Canada more too. Yeah, yeah, we will. We actually we talked about that a few days ago. That what that the Canadians have had it far too good for far too long. Now, I brought them up, and you were like, "That's a good point. Why haven't I made fun of Canadians more?" Yeah, you gotta see, uh, they are uh, very loyal people, but I I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't say anything bad about Canada. They, they're they an incredible country. They have great syrup and leaves. They have good health care. That too. If I ever broke my leg, like, anywhere, like, north of the island, I would just go there. I mean, we're still pretty close to Canada. Yeah, it's not that far a drive. Yeah, pro- it, unless it's, like, a huge medical emergency. We oh, could- yeah. I, I don't know if that's actually legal for us so, to hop the border just for the. Anyway, we'll discuss. Is. Well, we'll discuss the be. legality of it, of uh, of hopping the border for that later. Yeah. Well. Anyway, tell me more about Peppa Pig. Um. So 
like I said, it's all five minute shorts, which again, I appreciate because they realize the lesson can happen in five minutes and we don't need to worry about anything other than that. Um, so it's all five minutes. The characters are similarly like very to the point about what plot points should be done, how you should react, teaching social etiquette through the thing, through um, the characters interacting, teaching important jobs and important stuff like jobs that jobs and stuff like that sorry what what is there a reason you're doing that? Is that going to be edited later that sounded like an important thing no okay okay well how about yeah play it again it's a great joke thanks <laughs> you you brought it on yourself i thought i was okay never mind um but what was i saying um yeah peppa pig is actually a very fun show to watch like I wouldn't sit down and binge it but if my kid were watching I'd actually sit there and be like wow there are actual comedic jokes in this <laughs> instead of just kind of forced humor and and so yeah I was very surprised at that and I was very impressed by that and of course there's the there's all the memes of Peppa Pig because oh, Peppa yeah. is a sassy little pig <laughs> she is a very sassy little pig the only thing I know about Peppa Pig is her is her dope ass memes she she does have a lot of great memes and there was the one episode that I watched was her she came home just like dad I got a star in in play school and the dad's like huh I never got a star in play school and so she brings the dad to, to play school the next day and was just like look at this terrible drawing of a dragon give him a sticker and the Miss Gazelle who I love to my to the day I die I will love Miss Gazelle was just like you did a great job and they pin uh, the sticker on him and he's like red and he's like close to tears but all the kids are just like wow he really likes it <laughs> so yeah i don't oh, know great. peppa pig whoever's writing peppa pig if you're listening you're doing a good job keep it up <laughs> well okay anything else to to say about these incredible children's programmings that you've set through what else can i i feel like i have a lot to say about it um besides the fact that it's all very marketable very very marketable mm-hmm um, which is smart. Again, not embarrassing, not saying anything bad about it. Um, but it's very, very smart to put it in there. Also, Sesame Street is the best children's show out there. It's like, great. Peppa Pig was fun, but Sesame Street does something very special. And I'm glad to see that it's not dying out for the next generation. Mm-hmm. I think it's on Netflix now or something like really? that. Really? Yeah, I I'd, could be wrong. I'd put, it, I'd put that on. Yeah, but it's it's really smart, and in particular... I think it was Goodbye, Mr. Henderson. I don't know if you if you remember no. that episode. I watched it not this week, but a few a while ago because someone brought it up to me. But what happened was Mr. Henderson was a recurring character on Sesame Street. Oh, and didn't he didn't he die? The actor that played Mr. Oh, Henderson died. I've heard. I've I've seen the clip. Yeah, and instead of just replacing the actor and mm-hmm. putting something in the credits as most uh, as most shows would understandably do. Mm-hmm. Um, the creators of Sesame Street decided, no, we're going to turn this into a, we're going to use this as an opportunity to teach kids about the reality of death. Mm-hmm. And they use Big Bird, and Big yeah. Bird's like very confused about the whole thing. It's just like, oh, I made this great drawing of me and Mr. Henderson. I can't wait to show him. Well, Big Bird, you can't show him. You know, uh, he's he's 
he's died. And Big Bird's like, oh, well, I'll just show it to him when he comes back. back yeah. And it's a heartbreaking episode, but it just does something. It does that so damn well. They, it's I, I, In everything I've seen about Sesame Street, I really have an appreciation for how seriously they take their, their the, the children watching. Mm-hmm. Like they, they treat them like they're worth uh, teaching like it's not just simple morals like they choose difficult topics and explain them in sophisticated ways like you were saying yeah and and in a way that a kid could understand um most recently they went or not most recently but very recently they went viral about um a, a child with autism that that made an appearance on the show I, I heard and that is beautifully done i don't know if it, if it's a recurring character or not but regardless i mean representation to children with autism and also teach removing the mystery on that subject yeah and like stuff like that's working because there's like Mm -hmm. a billion studies where like gen z kids are the most inclusive ever yeah they are because god we uh shows like sesame street have certainly helped remove the mystery and stigma around so many of those people yeah so sesame street you're doing god's work yeah, amazing, Keep amazing stuff. Love yeah. you, I'm a big fan. Come on the show sometime. And, and also, just generally very fun to watch. Yeah. Like, they have all the musical numbers, the count going, ah, uh, one, ah, uh, ah, uh. uh, two. Like, that, that, a classic. I can't get enough <laughs> of that guy. He's great. He's the best. So, yeah, Sesame Street is, uh, I think, what every shel- children's show should aim for. Dude, so, yeah. they should do an episode with the count, like, doing, like, uh, doing, like, calculus. <laughs> I, I just like the idea of like AP calculus. Oh, so in order to find the derivative of x squared, you must first take f of x minus h. All the, like it just goes through uh, the thing uh, uh. and then concludes the final thing with just like, and then we find the uh, the constant is x plus c. Uh, 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 I love c. it. C, yes. <laughs> Dude, that's a great idea though. Like Sesame Street for adults, where it, it's like the same concept of teaching adults things, but oh. it's like things that adults should learn like calculus <laughs> i was gonna say i think that's avenue q which yeah, is like but, writing checks yeah uh, doing plumbing <laughs> like things that just people don't know how to do in the same kind of any with, with any any dumb kid can understand it yeah oh that's incredible Dude, i love it i'd watch that show i would too it's kind of like bill nye that he's kind of adultified his brand and stuff like that yeah so similar to that yeah yeah, he actually he going back to John Oliver. He, he was on John Oliver's uh, show last week tonight. Oh, and that's he, right, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, he did a segment about how we're all fucking doomed, and he set a globe on fire. Yeah, he did. And then that went viral. Yes, because it's Bill Nye, and he knows his audience. Yes, uh, I will say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, tell me. Oh, sorry, you were gonna say something, and I interrupted. Yeah, you you, you did. What were we gonna say? Continue. I was going to ask, do you have anything else to say about any of the other shows that you watched? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Wait. No. I think it's time to do some pick and bucket. Are you st- you just waited 30 seconds in order to Yes. I hate you. All right. Look, okay, I'm just enjoying these new microphones. Clearly. Yes, and uh and don't worry, everyone. I hear it too, as I, I'm listening to the live feedback footage. What what's happening? We got some we got some fuzziness. We got some like we got some of that. Ah, uh, okay. But we'll figure it out. No, that's just next week we'll have stands. Okay, that's that's all we need. <laughs> all right, all right, cool. Uh, well, 
I guess thanks for bearing with us this episode, guys. That yeah, really fun. is appreciated. And yeah, we're going to be pocket, pocket picking. Pocket picking? Pocket picking. Pocket picking. Song time. All right. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. That's the rumbling of. Oh, there's a duck in here. I keep finding these things everywhere. <laughs> Same, because I, you brought them over to my house during the week. <laughs> I, I, I put the, I found one in my shoe the other day. Oh my god, that's absurd. All right, I'll pick. All right, you'll pick. You picked last week. All right, I'll hold it. All right, what's our challenge this week, Alex? Oh fuck, what's it called? Uh, it's called curl up, push up, throw up. What? Do a short set of exercises every day. This is the challenge. That's it. Like it's not anything more specific than that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like. Because uh, this was one I I had I had thought of. Okay. Um, I was particularly thinking like a fifteen minute set of like doing like some push ups, curl ups, like making your own little exercise routine to do at some point during the day. Oh, so our we're we're making it up. Yes. It's not like we're watching an one of those eighties workout videos or you anything can. like that. I am absolutely gonna do the eighties <laughs> workout video thing. Don't come next week in spandex. Because actually, don't. I would love to. I'd be the only one who sees it. I know. That would just be you punishing me. <laughs> exactly. No, I, um, because I do exercise uh, already, so I think that just changing it up and doing something like... Yeah, amplify it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, and it's easy for me because it's, yeah, I just have to go up from zero. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so that's what we'll be doing next week. We will be changing our exercise routines slash adding them when they, where they don't exist. Here we go. All right. It's time for the outroduction. We have the... Yes, it is. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening this week, and thank you for bearing with us as we deal with these new mics. It's uh, it's like the middle stage. It's like we're going through puberty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is our voice crack stage. <laughs> so thank you for listening to us this week. Uh, if you like the podcast, please leave us a rate and review. Tell your friends about it. If you Do didn't, it. If you didn't like the podcast, please... Mm. podcast please leave a rate and review and hate tell your friends about us don't do it i'm uh, all right uh thank you uh so much for listening we have social medias in the description below please follow us on any podcast format that you like we are on all of them do it i think we're on most of them we're on like three we're on the biggest of three <laughs> of them uh we release new episodes every sunday so please come check us out every sunday uh yeah and we have artists that help us out during the week. We have Adam Rudy and Winston De Jesus. Yes. Adam, who uh, does the music and who has gifted us with these mics. And Winston De Jesus, who does all the podcast cover art. So thank you to both of them. Please show them some love. Their information is in the description below. Uh, I think that's, that's all. That's it. Oh, if you have a suggestion for the weekly undertaking, please Let us know. use one of the social media things and contact us and maybe we'll do it yeah make us look like idiots yeah. we don't care we like that yeah you won't see it but you'll you'll hear us talk about how we how we were stupid exactly uh thank you guys again for listening uh until next week don't forget to challenge yourself and it's the final countdown do 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 do